Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Frazzled with me, your host, Kelly Swingler. It is fabulous to be back with you again. If you are a regular listener, thank you very, very much for sticking with me. If you are new, welcome, and thank you for coming along. For all of you, just as a reminder, this is Frazzled, the podcast, uncut and unedited. It's far too much of our lives are currently edited. And this is one where it just we go with the flow. We allow to happen what needs to happen, whatever happens in the background or in the conversation. Just it is, right? We can just accept things as they are. We don't need to go for perfection. Good is good enough. Sometimes we just need to get things out, get things said, get things done without stressing or worrying too much about them. We do not need to be making ourselves even more frazzled by trying to make things perfect. And this podcast is far from perfect, but we roll with it being perfectly imperfect. So thank you very much for joining. It's amazing to be back with you. My uh, my five-week break now does feel like it's a thing of the past already. Uh, I've been back at work now for a week. And whilst it's been an amazing week, isn't it just incredible how we can have such wonderful breaks, wonderful time off? And in a short space of time, it's as though it never happened. It's as though it never happened. Uh, but I do hope that I am still very much uh, reeling from the benefits of the break. And as I talked about in last week's episode, really forcing myself to to take that break, recognising that, you know, the world doesn't stop if I'm not switched on all of the time. I did as I was, you know, going through my uh, going through my emails and, and social media, like I still gained a ton of followers on all of my social media platforms. I still had inquiries that were coming through. Um, things didn't stop. You know, things didn't stop. Uh, I've gained more listeners for this podcast. Uh, with no promotion whatsoever. I know some of you very actively share this and, I, and I'm very, very grateful. But the world didn't stop. You know, nothing bad happened because I took time out. And I am hope, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely carrying some of that learning through. I'm hoping I can make it last a little bit longer. Again, if you've been, been with me for a while, you'll know that I'm still this kind of like recovering perfectionist workaholic. I still have to work at that quite a lot uh, in everything that I do. But really, really forcing myself um, to take the time out has just been fantastic, really. Absolutely fantastic. But we're back. Been back for a week. There's a few things that I want to, uh, I suppose some, I don't know, some information that I want to share with you. Maybe some... Uh, some apps, some book recommendations that I'd I'd love to be able to share with you today. And just to see if it makes a difference. I, I don't want this to kind of come across as, as you know, preachy in any way. I'm not telling you that you have to do things. Um, it's not a sales pitch. I'm not getting anything from any, any of the things that I'm going to recommend uh, to you today. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting kind of affiliates. I'm not getting any money. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing from that. Just some things that have that have helped me, I suppose, over over the last few months, and and I hope will continue to help me in the future. So I want to to talk to you about some of those things. Um, 
And again, some of the realisations that I had whilst I was off. One app in particular that I started using maybe a month before I before I went off on on holiday. Um, so I'm gonna I want to talk to you um, about some of those things this morning. The first that I want to talk to you about um, is uh, is is this Zoe system. I'm not sure if if you've heard of it. Um, it's all over social media. I think Stephen Bartlett has been doing some promotions on it. Davina McCall has been doing some promotions on it. Um, I wasn't until I kind of bought it. I wasn't able to kind of scroll through my social media without seeing it. I may have even seen it on TV a few times. Um, it's an app called Zoe, which really talks about um, that the focus really is on improving gut health and improving um, what we eat, how we eat it, understanding much more about our own biology, about understanding our own gut, about understanding what um, what foods work better for us than others. And it's not about restricting things. It's not about, you know, good food and bad food. It's not about cutting things out of your diary. It's not about calorie counting or any of those sorts of things, but just recognising that for your unique biology, certain foods will be better for you than others. And again, if you've been following me for a while, or even if you haven't, if you've been fairly new, you know, I, I talk about it all of the time and I make no apology for that whatsoever. Um, but the fact that I reached burnout really badly in 2013 and in 2015. At the start of my very first burnout in 2013, I began to develop a lot of issues with my digestive system. And I began to develop, I think based on all of the stress that, that my body was under, I began to develop a number of intolerances and allergies to food that I had been eating forever. So, for example, um, uh, yogurts really started to upset me. Milk really started to upset me. Berries, in particular strawberries, really, really started to upset me. Um, different meats were beginning to upset me. Lots of things. It was I was getting to the like I, I I'd always been, um, I'm you know I've never been a picky eater. I've always you know just kind of eaten anything. Um, a real kind of mixed diet. I used to have you know a, a really mixed, healthy diet. Um, in terms of everything, you know, nothing was off limits. I would, you know, I would eat carbs. I would eat, um, you know, I'd eat everything, and I'd be fine. And I'd, you know, I I did lots of exercises. I was very active. I was, you know, everything was absolutely fine. But as my burnout started to hit, I just recognised that I was getting, you know, more and more upset stomachs. Certain foods I just literally couldn't tolerate anymore. Some of them would send me into the biggest amount of pain ever. Um, I found some foods, you know, I could be crippled, you know, literally doubled over, crippled, crippled with pain after some meals. Um, started to have all of these issues and it, it worsened after my second burnout in 2015. And after my second but I and I've been I've been talking about this. Nobody was ever kind of I didn't think there was a test or anything that would be able to prove it. But 
how I kind of talk about it, it felt like, I always said that it felt like at the point of my second burnout, that literally my body just shut down. Like it didn't want to digest food anymore. My metabolism just kind of stopped. Um, I started to gain a lot of weight. um, And I have been struggling since then to lose anything. You know, I can put, I put, I don't put weight on easily, but my weight has stayed at, for me, a very unhealthy level for a long period of time. And I have worked with nutritionists. I work with my Ayurvedic coaches. I've been working with doctors, um, all sorts of different things. I've had lots of different tests done. I've had all sorts of things done, but, uh, and I've been on kind of FODMAP diets. I mean, you you name it. I've been on, you know, strict vegan diets. I've been on every possible kind of diet. I have cut foods out and reintroduced them. I've been doing all of this stuff years, but I've still been kind of saying to people, like, it just feels like my body's just like, I don't want, like, don't want to play ball anymore. Literally don't want to play ball anymore. And so I think I, I'd seen this, um, this Zoe thing advertised and I kept looking at it and then kept not and then kept looking at it and kept not a few months ago I thought I'm, I'm gonna bite the bullet right if let's let's just do it what what am I gonna lose I'd had all again these kind of intolerance tests and allergy tests and and all sorts of stuff um and it was but like there's basically not a lot that you can eat uh so was I then kind of felt that I was a bit of a loss so I thought I've got nothing to lose with this with this Zoe test. I've done it. I had uh, put a post on it on, on LinkedIn, I think, again, a, a month or so maybe before I went off on leave. So you basically kind of wear a, a blood sugar sensor for a couple of weeks. You have one day where you kind of eat these specially made kind of Zoe muffins. You eat them for breakfast and then you eat them for lunch and you monitor this stuff and um, you send off like a stool sample, you send off a blood sample it does all of this stuff, it works all of this magic, and then you get these, uh, you get your test results back, and it starts to give different foods a score for you. And the scores are based on how it will impact your blood sugar levels, how it will impact your blood sugar levels, but also how it, um, what, the, what it does for your gut health. And as part of the results that you get back, you get scores on your gut health. And I nearly cried when I saw the results for my gut health. But it was basically kind of every time, every type of bad bacteria I have living healthily in my gut. Every type of good bacteria that should be in my gut is is non-existent. And so I've I've kind of, I've spoken to, um, I've, I've continued to kind of speak to one of the kind of Zoe I think Zoe coaches, I think they're called. Um, so I've continued to talk to them um, because I was I was quite concerned by it. And but actually, with now following, I mean, some of the foods that I thought were like really healthy healthy for me, um, it's not that they're not healthy foods, but actually, with the state of my gut and everything that's going on at the moment, it's just not working. Now, slowly, this is the first time this has happened for me, literally now in like eight years. And I'm sure every time I've spoken to people about it, I'm sure they think I am some sort of like secret binge eater. But it literally, I kept saying, like, it just feels like my body is just shut down completely. 
But as I said, some of the foods that I thought were really good for me, I just, my, my gut just doesn't like them at the moment. It's not processing them properly. It's not doing any of this stuff. I've been following now this kind of scoring for the last few weeks. And I have finally, I've lost like my first eight pounds in eight years. Just from changing a few foods. And of course, that may have impacted with, you know, with taking some of my time off. It may have impacted some of my energy levels, may have helped with with some of my sleep. All of those things, our diet plays a big part on that. But to know that I'm then actually doing some things that are really good for my gut, instead of continuing to think I'm eating all this healthy stuff and I don't understand what's wrong with me. I don't have enough of the good stuff in my gut at the moment to process some of the stuff that maybe would be good for me a month from now or two months from now made a huge difference huge difference and so I'm sharing that with you today because if you if burnout or exhaustion or high levels of stress have begun to impact or you feel that they have begun to impact your body your gut your digestive system the foods you can eat what you're processing how all of those things are working for you I would recommend having a look at this or working with a nutritionist who can maybe do some of the kind of similar sorts of tests to to recognize some of your gut health. I haven't worked with a nutritionist that's that's not in the past have I have I been able to do that, but for now something is beginning to make a change. As so I want to be able to share that with you because I am aware of the the connection really between good gut health and good overall physical health, mental health, emotional health. And to, and really to kind of feel like over the past few years, every time I've gone to speak to somebody about my weight, about the issues that I think within my body, I literally do think they've been looking at me like, oh, you know, like obviously or binge eating burgers or pizzas or biscuits or cookies or or whatever on a daily basis, you know, all I've really been told for the last few years, well, maybe it would help if you kept a food diary. You know, like I'm like I'm I'm not a kind of secret binge eater. I'm telling you, I think there is something bigger that's going on here. Well, maybe it would just help if you started to keep a food diary. And I'm like I'm done with that. And again, from my perspective, this is why I believe that we need to be doing more. We need GPs doctors, counsellors, nutritionists, whoever, that fully understand the impact that burnout can have on our bodies instead of just assuming that, you know, those of us that have experienced it, once we've come through it, that we're now just fine and maybe we're just kidding ourselves about what's going on within our bodies. So I want to share that with you. If you've been looking at it, considering it, if you've heard it, if if your body your your mind, your digestion, any of those sorts of things, if they're not playing ball for you at the moment, do have a look at this Zoe. Um, I'm hoping that I will continue to see some really big benefits now over, over the next few months. And if this is the kickstart that my gut needed to start processing some foods in a very, very different way so that I can now finally begin to lose some of this excess weight that has literally been weighing me down for ages, then I'm all up for it. So uh, that's kind of, that's kind of recommendation one for you today. 
Uh, recommendation two is a book that uh, I was recommended, a book called Stolen Focus. If you read or if you watched rather, I think it was on Netflix, there's a programme called The Social Dilemma. Talks to us about, you know, social media, the impact on social media, how some of these, you know, algorithms and systems are, are designed, right, to keep us hooked. And how uh, some of our social feeds will obviously, you know, feed off what we're looking at and, and continue to feed us all those all those sorts of information, um, whether you like it or not. But there's a couple of there's a couple of guys that were interviewed in that documentary that are then also interviewed as part of this book called Stolen Focus. And I just found the whole thing fascinating. Uh, It's written by a guy who basically decides that he's going to go and just like live, if you like, off the grid for for a while. Um, He doesn't take any um, like any devices with him where he can access the Internet, no social media, uh, literally just a phone that can that he can phone from. But talks about it and then recognizes some of the some of the changes in his behavior and what was going on some of the information in which he was being fed the impact that it was having on his energy levels on his sleep on his mental well-being emotional well-being um and how he wants to to try and change these things but i suppose some of the premise of the book is not just like what we can be doing as individuals, but actually what needs to change more around us. And again, I think if we think of workplace, I've joined recently a few different kind of membership communities. And one of them, I think, has got like a a Slack channel, you know, come and join the Slack channel. One of them has got um, like join the WhatsApp group. One of them is come and join us in the Facebook group. I won't join the Slack, the WhatsApp or the Facebook group for these particular groups. And again, some of it might like it's it's the FOMO, isn't it? You know, oh, my God, like I should, I need to, I should be in these groups because what if I miss out on conversation? What if I miss out on opportunities? What if I miss out on this? What if I miss out on this? But I know for me to have all of that additional noise is not going to be good for my mental well-being. It's just not going to be good for my mental well-being. So I haven't done it. And some of these things are kind of talked about in the book. So I think if you're interested in where you're spending your time, some of the things that we can change within our own lifestyle, some of the things that we can be doing as individuals to to stop this kind of stolen focus, but recognising how this stolen focus can be almost kind of making us feel a little bit more frazzled, right? I don't know if any of you feel that. If you've got, you know, within your organisations, if you've got Slack channels, if you've got instant messaging. Uh, I know some of my clients, again, a, a lot of the coaching that I do um, is is either, you know, via Zoom or uh, or over the phone, and even some people are oh, like, I thought I turned that off as, you know, as, as loads of messages start start coming. So, of course, their computers are saying I'm available, like I'm online. And even if sometimes they think they've turned that off whilst they're trying to focus on their coaching, these instant messages are coming through. It's like, like just can you just give me a minute? I just need to turn this off. And so, again, sometimes if we're on the phone... If they haven't put it put it on do disturb mode, like calls are coming through constantly, text messages are coming through constantly, notifications are coming through constantly. 
Now I have for years not had notifications on my phone. I've made sure that I've switched all of my notifications off um, because I just, I don't want the constant distractions. I know that many of my family members have their notifications on and their sound on on their phone all of the time. It drives me mad. I just think like, how do you, how do you do that constantly? And of course, what happens every time there is a notification is they are checking their phone. So if, and if that is then making you feel more frazzled, what could you change? Now, again, one of the key things to this, isn't it, is it's it's that instant reward, isn't it? It's the instant reward and instant recognition. And the fact that we think we could be in this constant FOMO. What if I miss a really important piece of information? What if I miss this? What if I miss this? What if I miss a, you know, what if I miss a call from my loved one? What if I miss a call, a message from my kids? What if I miss a really important text message from my boss? We, I think, as individuals can be the ones that can start to change some of this. As I said, I've just, you know, I've just taken five weeks off. No notifications, no emails, um, you know, no social media updates. I've I've gone on to social media a few times. If if I've, you know, if I've wanted to check something, I might have engaged in a couple of, of different conversations. I had to let this kind of FOMO go. I had to let the fear of... What if I miss this? I had to let that go. Constantly being in that switched on state is making us feel more frazzled. And again, the more our stress levels rise, the closer that we get to burnout, the more on kind of red alert we are all of the time. And if we are fueling and feeding that red alert with constantly more stuff to keep us more in a kind of hyper red alert state... We can't come back down into that nice, calm, relaxed, stress-free situation. So if you want to take a look at that book, it's called Stolen Focus. Um, and highly, highly recommend it. But I suppose my final recommendation for today is an app. Now, I am going to say this will take some trial and error. <laughs> it will absolutely take some trial and error. Um, as I will explain to you in a moment, but it is an app called Opal, O-P-A-L. Again, I was recommended it and downloaded it on my phone. Basically, you can uh, can kind of tell your phone what apps you don't want to be using at certain times of day. So it's kind of, I suppose, kind of like like an automatic time blocker, if you like. Um, So you can put in... Uh, for example, I don't know if I've been on my phone for constantly for like 30 minutes or an hour or two hours or whatever, like block it for 30 minutes um, between the hours of, I don't know, I've I've set mine for like between the hours of, of 6am and 9am. I don't want to be on any of my social media, like I don't want to be scrolling on social media as soon as I wake up in the morning. Um, and I've got I've got a couple of other different um, uh, kind of settings throughout the day where I cannot access my social media and there are a different I suppose if you like different levels so you can I think it's like an I don't know if it's like a normal and easy and and like a hard or something but I've set mine on the kind of hard um like on the on the hard zone so basically you you can't even tell it to unlock the you can't you can't tell it to unlock the apps on some of the other ones if like if you desperately needed to get into your Facebook for example you can just tell it that you want to take a break 
from kind of the shutout time and you can get in it. But you can't do that on this kind of really hard level. It's just out. Now, the first few days that I had downloaded, I thought this is brilliant. I wasn't scrolling as much. I wasn't shopping as much. I wasn't spending as much money. I had more focus to focus on the things that I wanted. And then I had an in-person appointment that I needed to get to. And I had been uh, been in the car, so I'd been using my phone on uh, for maps as I was going to this appointment. I got out of my got out of my car, and my apps had locked. I couldn't access the e- my email was one of the things, and I couldn't access the address for where I needed to go. And it had also locked my Google, so I couldn't even Google the address of where I needed to go. So my sat-nav had got me as far as the car park, but I knew that I had a five or ten minute walk from the car park to get to where it was that I needed to go. And I'm like, I cannot do anything. There was one, it hadn't blocked my WhatsApp, so I'm WhatsApping. Um, Does anybody, like, does anybody know where this place is? Like, help me, I'm lost. (laughs) I got there. I was a couple of minutes late. I apologised, but I was like, "I've been using, you know, I've I've been using Opal." Uh, she's like, "Okay, don't worry." So I've had to do some kind of, or I've chosen to do some trial and error with it. There are certain apps that I never want freezing, uh, particularly like in case of emergency. There are certain apps that I always want people to be able to contact me on. I now need to choose when I'm on it or not. But there are a number of apps now, including some of the shopping apps that I've got on my phone, my social media apps that I've got on my phone, um, you know, creation apps that I've got on my phone, you know, whether it's it's a video, whether it's Canva. There are just some things that I don't want to be losing myself down a rabbit hole in, in order to do that. The app will also tell you, so it will tell you how much kind of phone usage you've had every day. It will tell you how many times you've picked up your phone every day. And I was amazed at just how many times sometimes I am picking up my phone on a daily basis. And again, some of that is possibly because I don't have any notifications on my phone. So I'm going, has, you know, do I have a notification? Because it's not notifying me unless I'm kind of in it. But again, just having this time, and again, I know I can't, I can't get on there during this time and this time. So it's starting to become now a learned behaviour. I changed some of the settings whilst I was off on holiday, but actually I increased some of the times that I couldn't access these things whilst I was on holiday. Because again, I didn't want to be wasting all of my time scrolling through social media or just constantly shopping. So I increased some of the time whilst I was off on holiday I've decreased some of the times now I'm back, but I've put it at set blocks. It's like I don't want to access it at this time because this is the focus time that I need. I don't want to be accessing it during this time. This is the time that I'm that I'm with clients. And even stopping some of that stuff, because again, what I realised that I was starting to do, if in between clients I had 10 minutes, I might be scrolling through social media. Whereas what I really need to be doing is just relaxing, chilling out, resetting in between client calls to prepare me more for the next one. I don't need to be losing time on social media. The impact it has had, and again, the first couple of weeks that I started to use this, oh my God, like, what am I missing? I like, and I, I need to get onto my Instagram. Like, I don't need to get onto my Instagram. I don't need to get onto my LinkedIn. I don't need to be on Facebook. 
But it's a, re- you know, again, just a recommendation. If you're finding that you are losing time, focus, energy, attention, maybe money again, if, if you know, scrolling through shopping apps is, is a thing for you, maybe try these things. So just some recommendations um, that made a difference to me whilst I was off. They're making a difference to me now I'm back. Uh, Zoe is definitely helping with with some of my physical kind of health, my, my physical gut health, some of my energy levels. Um, Opal is definitely helping with some of my, you know, kind of mental stimulation, uh, mental health and, and changing some of those sorts of things. And Stolen Focus is just a great book um, if, if you want a little bit more detail. So for today... That's maybe been a little bit more technical than than usual in terms of our conversations, but just a couple of recommendations there for you um, that may help. So you can, you know, feel free to check them out. As I said, there's no kind of affiliate links. I'm not being paid to recommend any of these to you. Um, just some things that have been been helping me over the last couple of weeks. So Zoe and Opal, um, the book Stolen Focus. I'm going to be back with you next week. It's my birthday this coming weekend. Um, And I'm going to be back with you next week talking about some of the reflection questions that I ask in and around my birthday month to set me up for my next next birth year uh, on earth. So I'll be back with you again next week. For now, take care. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. And I'll speak to you again soon. Take care for now. Bye-bye.